This episode of MBSing is sponsored by the Mighty Mighty Iron Galaxy. We make lots of games. You might even like a few. Follow us on Twitter at I to the G. That's I T O T H E G. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest today is the lovely and so hilarious Blair Beacon, and she came to me to talk about her love of pizza. And when we sat down and uh, had kind of uh, touched on, uh, we hadn't, I hadn't even really like introduced her and started into the conversation about um, pizza yet, but she said that she uh, wanted or she considered including being honest as one of the topics uh, that she could possibly talk about on the show. And I was like, shit, that sounds awesome. I would do that if you want to do that. And so we kind of called it audible. We got some pizza talk there at the top, which I love. I love pizza. We both, I think, feel pretty similarly about it. Um, but then we just kind of got in depth into, um, what it means to be honest and ways that people aren't totally honest and, um, self-awareness and how that ties into honesty and being honest with yourself. And yeah, while a lot of this applies to, um, us specifically the Chicago comedy community that we find ourselves being a part of, I think a lot of it is universal. And I think that a lot of people who listen to this are members of this community too. So maybe it's something that... Um, be open-minded about and listen to and uh, think about the ways that you can find to strive towards um, good honesty in your life and in your relationships and um, teams that you're on and things like that. Because I think she's she's kind of been around the block and such and um, and really knows what she wants out of what she's doing in a way that is is really cool and, and really important. I think... I ha- I have so much respect for her where that's concerned. Um, so yeah, I I mean it's not a freaking Bible. It's it's just two people sitting around and, and talking about our feelings. Um, so I hope people enjoy it. Uh, I certainly did. It was really incredibly refreshing to just uh, to just it 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 definitely embodies what I wanted MBSing to be about. It's cutting out the BS. It's cutting straight to whatever that topic is. And in this sense. It was just so, it was cutting the BS out of BS, you know? So, this was so awesome. Thank you so much uh, to Blair for coming in and being willing to do this with me. Um, Now, that's out of the way. I'll do some shameless plugging. Um, First and foremost, the Nerdalogs have our Kickstarter still running for the card game that we developed. If you would like to back that, it's at kickstarter.com slash projects slash nerdologs, N-E-R-D-O-L-O-G-U-E-S slash fisticuffs. It's a card game that we like to tagline with. It's like Uno meets Hunger Games. It's a free-for-brawl. It's um, got some colors and different punches and punch cards and round cards and 
special abilities based on which character you play as. It's really cool. It's um, got some complexities that make it replayable, I think. And uh, if that's something you're interested in, uh, go to that URL, check it out, or just fucking Google Fisticuffs Kickstarter. You'll definitely find it. That's what I would do were I in your position and wanted to know more. Thank you for letting me ramble about that. Also, the Nerdlogs have our Your Story show tonight, the 17th, at the Cards Against Humanity offices, 1917 North Elston. It's at 8 o'clock. Our guests are from the Chicago Design Museum, and they will be talking about um, telling stories based around the theme of design. Um, So I'm really excited about that. Come check that out. Um, but it'll be a podcast so you can check out afterwards. So um, if the idea of other people telling stories, if you like storytelling, or if you like this show and, and uh, some of the storytelling that naturally evolves out of it, um, check out Your Stories. It's another one of the or- of the Nerdalogs podcasts. All these podcasts are, on, uh, are part of a group called the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you like this show and you appreciate that it has sponsors and that's cool like I do um, go check out the other shows on the Chicago podcast co-op man um, Arnie Meekamp hosts a show with uh, Adel Rafai and Matt Young and called Hello from the Magic Tavern that is just consistently very funny very well produced it is um, a fantasy based world uh, the setup is that Arnie fell through a portal behind a Burger King into this magical land called Foon um, he has podcasting gear with him, so he's set up shop and is interviewing people uh, who live in this world. So it's just this awesome, awesome uh, platform for people to be able to come in and just create a totally fictional, fantastical character and enter it into this world. So if that sounds cool, check that out. I have been absolutely loving it, and I think it just keeps getting better um, as it kind of the world gets built around them. It's so much fun. Just some incredible uh, improvisers involved in all that. Uh, I think that may be all I've got. Thursday nights, 9.30, the fishbowl. I talk about this during my conversation with Blair, the team Sight Unseen that hosts that show. It's just a total joy. I love playing with them. Um, so especially come check that out if you're an annoying student because you can throw your name in the fishbowl and then get chosen to play with some other veterans and teachers from around the uh, comedy community and annoyance specifically that's 9 30 thursdays every night in the small theater at the annoyance i think that's it i think that's all i need to talk about um the nerdlogs have a five-year anniversary party coming up on june 26th and we'll get more info about that out in the next week or so so maybe mark your calendar for that but it's just a friggin' party we're just gonna have drinks and food and play games and whatever you want to do at a party. That's what we'll be doing. So June 26, five years. High five, everybody. We did it. Um, I'm so stoked for everyone to listen to this. Oh, one last thing. Um, next Thursday, I'll be recording with Liz Caradonna about advice columns. If you have any... Um, if you would like to field any advice from Liz, uh, there's a Google form that I will link to in the notes for this show. Um, so just go to my website or go to the Neurologs website, neurologs.com slash podcast slash MBSing. That may be with the way that you're listening to it right now. Um, and it'll be linked right there and just fill out that little Google form. It's like a little Dear Abby. You just send in your own, but it's Ask Liz. I'm really jazzed about that. I've got a few responses. I'd love to get a few more. Um, I think that's it. Thank you so much.
Enjoy Blair Beacon and I being honest. Yeah, we're in business. <laughs> I like it. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad. I appreciate it. Uh, thank <laughs> you so much again for coming to do this with me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, as was dictated by a dream I had. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always flattered when someone's dreaming about me. Actually, the other day, this girl that I went to, actually my sister went to college with, she texted me and it was like, I haven't talked to her in forever. And she sent me this weird text where she's like, my boyfriend had a dream that you died last night. <laughs> and and I guess that was then supposed to be a flattering dream because in it she then goes, um, and then all these people from SNL were at your funeral, like Dana Carvey and Chris Farley. <laughs> and I wrote back, ah, cool. Like, and then I never, nothing. I was like, okay. And then like, she never replied again. What do you say? I though? don't know. Like, why the fuck did you tell me that? What a weird thing to actually <laughs> tell someone. I had my boyfriend dreamt that you died last night, and I was like, "Does he know you?" Uh, we've met once. Like, like he came kind of through her, like twice. Yeah, I think we met twice. Like they came to a show I did once, right. and maybe I met him out for drinks once. I mean, they came to my show. I haven't seen him in over a year, so it's <laughs> <laughs> like. Okay. It's <laughs> so weird. Whenever I have a dream about someone that uh even if I like do know them pretty well, if I think it was a weird dream, I still don't tell them. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell some people if I dream about them. But um like last night I had a very explicit <laughs> dream about somebody I know and I feel so uncomfortable about it. Do you think it's someone that you're like actually attracted to or was it like super weird for it to happen in the dream? <laughs> super weird for it to okay, happen. Okay, okay, okay. Um <laughs> And, like, what transpired was, like, fucked up. <laughs> and I will not be telling this person that, that you had this that dream. I had this dream. Will you tell me off mic who it was? Yeah. Yes! I'll tell you everything about it. Yes! <laughs> oh, that's the best part about doing a podcast is, yeah. uh, <laughs> first of all, it's just great to, like, get to just sit down and talk to someone that you don't all, you know, see super often and it's always like a funny, great conversation because this is a community full of <laughs> funny, great people. Um, but then, like, I feel like I always end up before and after just like end up talking, you know, for like thirty minutes on either side, getting all the secrets, getting <laughs> all the secrets. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm always worried about podcasts too. Because I'm like, I'm really honest, and uh -huh. like, I don't think a lot before I talk. <laughs> like my brain just starts thinking things, and then it just fucking comes out of my mouth. So I'm always like, I, the last thing I need is for someone to record what I'm saying oh, and then put it on the internet. Oh sure. But I'm just getting more and more comfortable with the idea that everybody knows I'm really honest. And I love that about you. I, oh, I would say that's something that I associate with you is a very like no bullshit attitude. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's something that I've just got more comfortable with, and I'm like, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'll just that's tell great you. though. That's yeah. how I think it. I think it'd be maybe not in like, but you're a good person, so the, yeah, uh, the things that you're honest about are like things that deserve to be honest about. You know, does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, for sure. I mean, and I don't like. I have a thing with like people getting away with bullshit yeah. so like i speak up when like so I, you like say when something is bullshit yeah and then which I, needs to be said <laughs> things but like it's not my place to say it sometimes but i'm like i just can't bite my tongue anymore yeah yeah that's true i know that <laughs> i mean i probably ruffle some feathers but i think i also make some people happy but i'm, I'm doing it solely for myself but that's that's <laughs> that's the only way that that kind of thing can be justified in my opinion yeah if you feel like you're being honest for the sake of like social justice or whatever that's yeah. when people start like second guessing you, you right know? yeah totally but if you're like this is how i feel this is bullshit this person should know it 
whatever. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. And that is what I do too much <laughs> <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> I'm like, am I being a cyber bully? I'm not. <laughs> if you put something on the internet and then like, it's there to be commented exactly. on. Exactly. That's what I was about to say is that like at some point you can't in the same vein that like you can't say that like, oh, you can't say that on here. You could easily say so like, well, if you could saying that I can't say that, then I'm saying that you can't say this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, when you asked me what, what like the topic that I wanted to talk about was like it part, I was like, I had the three things I had reality TV, pizza, or it was just going to be being honest oh i love it i would love to do that if you want to i mean it's up to you Uh, that's fine i mean we could talk about being honest but like yeah i mean i'm just like so all about honesty if we just organically landed on being (laughs) honest instead of talking about pizza do you think you just had trepidation about that being the topic in general well yeah i mean because it's one of those things where it's like i mean i consider myself an honest person but then someone uh, like i would always be like my concern would be that someone would be like you're not honest like you lied about this or something right but like because i mean that's like a word that like you can take to mean a number of different things sure um and i just mean it more as like i think i'm like straightforward or like yeah like just like not sugarcoating things yeah and and i I just think that's like a funny and a good characteristic for people to have too like um casey whitaker is one of my like dear friends and Uh we're having dinner the other day and i go um i think i'm losing a little weight but i don't weigh myself um that much i go do you see it and she goes um no (laughs) (laughs) and i go oh shit dude and she's like well was i supposed to say yeah and i was like no i mean you're supposed to be honest so thanks (laughs) that's great the fact that you could like (laughs) that that could make you laugh and you respect that about her instead of being like what a fucking bitch you know like If it's true and that's the way she felt and that's what you're looking for when you ask, yeah. you know, if you're looking when you ask for someone to just be like, oh, yeah, yeah. like for you sure. can definitely I, tell. <laughs> I still was like, I still was like in my head, I'm like, well, she just sees me too often. Like maybe that's <laughs> you it. Know. But you know what? That's a really fair thought. Yeah. Like someone who hasn't seen you in a while may see you and be like, wow, Blair, you look great. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I saw someone recently who I guess I saw Matt Barbera recently and he yeah. was like, wow, you've lost a lot of weight. And uh, I was like, yeah, uh, I have. I haven't been trying, but I have. Yeah. And no one else, literally no one has said that to me. And I think it's just because he hadn't seen me in yeah. a while. When you see someone every day and, yeah, you don't notice the, the difference. So that's what I'm talking about. I yourself. wasn't trying to. That made me sound really <laughs> shitty. So, uh, um, Blair, I know <laughs> you're talking about. You may not be losing weight, but I am because Matt Barbera just told me. <laughs> what a fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I was just trying to back up your theory that it was someone who hadn't seen you in no, a while. No, it's a legit theory. <laughs> It is, and that's the case. I with think me. it is too because every time I go home to visit, people mention it, and it's just yeah. because they remember me from when I was in high school. Yeah, <laughs> like I looked like her, <laughs> or like when I was in college. That was yeah. the worst. Um, that's because the last time they saw me was when I was in college, right? And I've like naturally just lost weight since then because I was such a little piece <laughs> of garbage yeah, in right. college. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> I just take better care of myself. Um. Yes, but they're always like, oh, you are just wasting away. And I'm like, no, <laughs> nah. you just remember that garbage person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm just becoming myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to put this to you. Yeah. This, the moment of truth. Are we going to, um, are we going to be MBSing about pizza or are we going to be MBSing about being honest? Because I think we could do either one. Um, yeah, whichever one you think is more sustainable. I mean, I think, I think we could continue 
and have a lot of fun. I mean, we've already talked for 10 minutes. <laughs> like okay. We could do whatever. I just want you to choose which one you th- would have more fun talking about. I think, um, like, pizza is, like, fun and all, and I could tell everyone what kind of pizza I like. Uh-huh. I think maybe it might be more compelling. <laughs> I might get some enemies or something if I talk about honesty, and that might be fun, huh? I love that. <laughs> um, so I say we have, like, uh, an MBS Blair Pizza Minute, and we, like, get out a good <laughs> chunk of thoughts about pizza, and then the rest of the time we just talk about be- honesty. Okay, Does perfect. that sound good? That sounds really great. Uh, <laughs> I, that's a f- this is a fir- this is an MBSing first. Uh, a game double change. dipping? Yeah, 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 <laughs> game change. Yeah, double dipping it. Well, no. Um, Paul Jerowitz could not decide between talking about Garth Brooks or talking about his r- former roommates. So oh, that's good. <laughs> we talked about both. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about roommates and Garth Brooks, which have nothing to do with each other. Um, but today, my guest is Blair Beacon. Hell yeah. And she was going to be talking to me about pizza. <laughs> but now she's going to talk to me about um, being honest. Yeah. And I think that sounds awesome. <laughs> First of all... Let's get some pizza talking. Yeah, for sure. We, we've been talking honesty, and we've settled on this. We've kind of get some distance from it, mull on it a little. Um, what's the origin of your love for pizza? Um, gosh, I think I've always really liked it, like, in every capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, even things that don't taste like pizza, <laughs> like pizza rolls, bagel bites, all that shit. <laughs> I fucking love bagel yeah, bites. Yeah, so do I, and I don't eat them often enough. And I think part of my problem with that is I remember, like, when we would make them when we were younger, like, there weren't that many in the box. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so if I split it, like, the full box with my siblings or something, like, I just never really got enough to, like, satisfy me. I totally agree You know what you. I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I mean, I like that stuff. I, I've always just really liked pizza, <laughs> and I like it all different kinds. Um, I like, you know, thin crust. I like, I mean, it really depends on my mood. You like stuffed? Yeah. Chicago. I'll eat that shit. You know what I mean? Like, Do you have a favorite stuffed place? Well, like stuffed, I think the only stuffed one really is Giordano's. Oh, really? I think, yeah. That's like where there's crust on the bottom and the top. Mm-hmm. But then like deep dish, I mean, it really depends on the day, but I think I I haven't had deep dish in probably like a year. But oh, really? Yeah, a long time, but I really like um, Pequod's. I like Lou Malnati's a lot. Pequod's is super good. Yeah. yeah, I like both of those places. And I think when you're eating deep dish, it's like way better when you eat it there. Yes, hot very, out. very true. You can't really get it delivered. Yeah, it just like it kind of like dries up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as like, I just love like regular pizza too. You know, like when it's just like a <laughs> like a regular crust, uh-huh. just like a ton of cheese, uh-huh. tomato sauce, and like some couple toppings. It's a really hard thing to fuck up. It is <laughs> because it's just delicious across the board. It really is. I'm trying. There are a couple. I had this. I ate pizza one time, and I and it might have been at CC's Pizza and. <laughs> <laughs> and I think because I always joke about CC's pizza, but like I, I, I've never been certain if I've been there or not, but I'm 90 percent sure I have. And it was one time and it was like 11 years ago. And I went and I and I think I was hung over. And I just remember the pizza tasting so bad. Pizza. CC's is <laughs> yeah. garbage pizza. And I think I've legitimately like I think about it and my stomach turns a little bit. Like, really? I've had nightmares about it. CC's. I was. Oh, this is so funny. Because we had a little pizza tangent when Joe Feldman did the podcast. Yeah. And we agreed that Papa John's is one of our favorite, like, delivery chains. Sure. (laughs) We know it's a controversial (laughs) opinion. Sure. I'll tell you my thoughts on those kinds of pizzas. Okay, cool. Um, But the the other thing that we agreed on is that Suisi's is quite possibly the worst pizza in the world. And, like, really shitty pizza, like, like it actually, like, grosses me out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But my thoughts on, like, Pizza Hut... Domino's, Papa, Papa John's. John's. The problem with those are is like, and I think this is the case with like a lot of fast food too. Um, 
it like tastes good at first and then you hit that point where you eat a little bit too much and you're like and now I feel like I'm <laughs> eating vomit like it's <laughs> like like uh, like Taco Bell I always say like when you hit that certain point with Taco Bell it goes from being like this is like good and like cheesy and then it's like I think I'm eating cat food you know what I mean and then like fucking like Papa John's and Pizza Hut and stuff uh -huh. It's like I feel like I'm never like satisfied. Yeah. So I just eat more <laughs> than I should, and then I'm like, I'm gonna die. Yeah. You know. And I feel gross, and, and then I'm like, I don't even want the leftovers. I'm like, someone get this fucking pizza out of my house. There, there is a lot of truth to that. I don't think I ever would have thought about it like that. Yeah, I think it's maybe just the quality of ingredients, maybe mm -hmm. the amount of grease, because um, it doesn't have that like, it never like like if you eat like a good pizza like you get like a lot of different flavors yeah. and it's like satisfying but it, when you eat from those chains it's a lot it's like mcdonald's you know yeah. everything's produced to taste exactly the same yeah and it's like i mean like when i eat like like papa john's or something i'm like i'm dipping it in the garlic butter no, you know yeah. what i mean yeah. and it's like i'm trying to find this flavor that just like <laughs> isn't really there and there's so much <laughs> cheese and like i love that shit you know what yeah. i mean but it's like it's missing something for There's me. There's a lot of truth to that. I think Giordano's is like the that thing of Chicago pizza. Yeah, oh for sure. And there's so much fucking cheese on Giordano's <laughs> the, pizza. The, the stuffed ones especially. Yeah, it's like just fucking layers. It's. La I mean, even if you get the thin crust, I mean, the thin crust. Yeah. There's probably three. The, the layer of cheese is three times as thick as the crust. Yes, I totally agree with you. And we um. So I was telling you earlier, I work at a place that does professional training yeah so there's one day a week where we order giordano's pizza <laughs> yeah. and people fucking love it <laughs> yeah. because it's pizza and pizza's just delicious yeah. universally but we always have leftovers and i always like take a lot of the leftovers home for so sure i've been eating giordano's pizza <laughs> for like every other meal for the past like three days <laughs> and you're losing weight that's a f <laughs> that's like a fucking dream <laughs> like, i bike i bike <laughs> I uh -huh. bike like 10 miles a day. Really? I <laughs> yeah. got to put air in my tires. <laughs> put some air in your tires, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way that I am not a pizza monster. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, awesome. Uh, is because I'm <laughs> too poor to have non-bike <laughs> transportation. <laughs> I know. I've been riding the Ventura and I like, it was like 10 days went by and I put, I put $40 on my thing and then it was like 10 days later, it was like insufficient fare. I'm like, what the I fuck? I feel like I just, yeah. Yeah. And then I realized like, oh, I might ride the bus four times in one day. Yeah. God. It goes so fast. Yeah. And, and I mean- Monthly passes are a hundred bucks, something like that. Yeah, you can get a good bike, f used bike for like two hundred dollars. Yeah, that's two months. Is that I have I have this bike that actually my friend gave it to me a couple of years ago, but it's really nice. It's a Trek. Oh yeah. And I'm moving to LA, so I want to sell my bike. Oh. I wonder what do you think I could sell for? What kind of bike is it? It's like a um, it's nice. It's like uh, I think it's called it like a hybrid. Like, okay, hybrid bikes are really nice. Yeah. Um, if it's if it's a Trek and it's in good shape. Um, depending on how old it is, a few hundred bucks for real, for sure. Cool. You should try to look up and see what it was new. That's a good idea. It's probably like four years old. Um, that's if it's in good shape and it's only four years old, you could probably get decent money for it. Nice. To be honest, I'm gonna need that money. Uh, congrats on um your decision to move to LA. Thank you. I'm excited. That's great. Yeah, uh, I think I saw you post something recently that indicated. Oh, you were trying to figure out how to ship your car. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing I've ever done, <laughs> I, and I can't believe I did that. I so I went online. Oh, right. Yeah. I went to a website and it was like because I was like googling like shipping your car. How much does it cost? And are you allowed to put anything in your car? That's what I was trying oh, to find out. Oh, sure. And and so I went to a website where it's like you want an estimate. And I just figured it was this one company's website, mm -hmm. but it was a website for um. It, 
like Craigslist uh, for shipping cars or something. I don't even know what the fuck it was, but like I got I've gotten hundreds of emails and phone calls. Hundreds? Uh, yeah, and I it was just but also like what was I thinking? To put all your <laughs> phone number and my email? Oh, I mean, I'm no. like that was one of those things where I like as soon as that happened, I was like But I wouldn't think about that, right? If I was trying to get information, information and it's been driving me crazy, but every time someone calls me now, I just block the number. Good. And yeah, so they that's can't call I me feel again. like that's all you can do. Yeah. Is, is just try to block. But then part of me is also like I'm a little Should intrigued. I'm, uh, like, I'm like what's the deal? What's this guy maybe maybe I will find a better maybe, deal. Yeah, maybe they will cheaply yeah. ship my <laughs> yeah. car, but they're but like the fourth person who's tried to get in touch with me yeah so but yeah now i'm just like whatever i'll pay two hundred dollars more just to have people stop calling me. <laughs> <laughs> so i think i picked one uh that's good yeah when's it when are you looking at i'm gonna move in august that's great yeah damn i'm really excited that's great congratulations thank you congratulations congratulations thank you've you. been kind of back and forth a little recently haven't you like going out there and yeah. stuff um yeah a lot of my good friends most of like my good friends and the people that i like to work with and stuff Already moved, yeah. So I like to go visit, and my I have a brother and some nieces that live in San Diego. Oh, sweet! Yeah, so it'll be awesome to be close to them. Great. Yeah. Yeah, I was just visiting my brother and his kids in Richmond last weekend. It's so fun. It's the best, man. Yeah. It's like the best relationship to have with children. Yeah. Because you can like be their friend, and they think you're cool, and you don't have to take care of them all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I've, it made me realize things about myself. Like, one is that like I don't like to play as much as I thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> and two, I don't want kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Every time uh, something would happen that was annoying, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so glad. Yeah. They're, like, these, they're so beautiful and fun. And like such a joy to have in your life, and I just don't don't need, want it. Yeah, I don't need this. <laughs> I mean, I'm realizing a lot of things about myself, like lately, and I I'm selfish, and I really just want to live my life for me. That's great, you know? man. That's honesty. Yeah, I think people aren't willing to admit those kind of things to themselves. Right. A lot. Um. So I think as uh. Wh- okay. So, um, we had some pizza talk. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I was gonna ask your opinions on dessert pizza. Uh. Yeah, there. I'm trying to think of. There's been like, like, have you ever had the s'more pizza from yes. Dino's or whatever the hell? Demos. That, Demos. Damn, that's so good. So good. And unassumingly good. Like, I'm not. Yes. You see, like, Teddy Grahams on a slice yeah, of pizza, and you're, and you're like, like, what the fuck is yes. this? But I like that. The marshmallows were toasty, and yep. the chocolate was always melty. And I'm not even, like, a s'more gal. Like, really? Yeah, like, I could, I mean, like, if someone Take was, like. Take or leave it. Yeah, if someone's like, eat a s'more, I'd be, like, I don't know how to say no. So, yeah, I'm going to eat that <laughs> fucking s'more. But, like, <laughs> I don't like it, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm not, like, that was, I've never been, like, man, that was a really good s'more. It was, that pizza, though, it's is good. so good. I, I used to be, so there was a time where I was going to Demos so much that um, Kevin Reeder and Chris Geiger in the Nerdlogs um, kind of jokingly said that they wanted me to text them a picture every time I ate pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it for a year now. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like so much pizza. Yeah, I, I mean, it's ever since I all moved, I stopped going to Demos. Me but too. Like, That's what I was about to say. I mean, I would use that as it, like almost every time I had a late night show, I'd be like, oh, man, I just got to work out on stage. <laughs> I need a slice of pizza. And it's, yeah. like, so unjustified. I ate it so much. And yeah. it was always, like, two slices of that giant pizza is too much. But yeah. sometimes I'd be hungrier than one piece. Well, and the thing about that pizza is um, 
See, like, that's the kind of pizza that's, like, not actually pizza. Because, like, most of it doesn't taste like pizza. Yeah. Which is, like, an interesting thing. It tastes thing. like a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. <laughs> which is good. Delicious. You know what yeah. I mean? That was my favorite slice. Really? Yeah. I love the uh, the chicken and waffles one, I think, is amazing. I've had that. That was good, too. That surprised me as well. Yes. <laughs> you look at it, you're like, what are these Eggos? Yeah. And then you're like, that's really good. Um, so what do you qualify that as? I mean, I still call it pizza, and I think it's just, like, an interesting thing because, like, but if I'm craving pizza, like, that kind of stuff isn't going to cut up for, you know. That's like, a good point. Wouldn't cut it for me, but, like, if I'm just craving something that's, like. Delicious. Yeah, <laughs> that would be on that website. Remember that website, like, a few years ago that was, like, this is why you're fat. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And it would show, like, <laughs> that's what all of that is. You're not wrong. Yeah. It's, like, everything that you shouldn't have. That's probably in, also in why thing. I've lost weight is because <laughs> I don't go to Wrigleyville yeah, and eat exactly. demos constantly. <laughs> it's exactly why. Like, I just, like, I stopped touring when I was on, like, tour over Second City. I mean, I hadn't eaten fast food in I don't know how long. But like, Taco Bell hadn't eaten it. I mean, we ate it, like, three times a week. God, And yeah. I was, like, I mean, that's part of the reason I had to quit. I was, like, this is fucking disgusting. Yeah, that's... Of course. Yeah. I mean, your schedules are such that and that's all you're going to fucking eat. You're tired and you're poor, so you're just, like, driving and you're <sighs> eating fast food. And I was like, I can't do it anymore. That sucks. Yeah. yeah it, that's half of – I'm convinced that that's half the reason people always have to, like, quote, unquote, recover from vacations. Yeah. Is because you always eat, like, shit. Like, mm -hmm. you would not eat in your normal life. It's crazy. And since I stopped touring and I stopped – it was literally, like, by the time I stopped touring, though, too, like, the thought of any fast food, like, made me feel sick, which is good. That is good. And uh, ever since I've quit, too, I haven't craved that kind of food. That's great. So, like, I only, I don't even really think about food anymore because I literally think I, like, OD'd on food when I was touring. <laughs> and so, like, now I'm just, like, uh, like, I, this is the first time in my life I've ever been, like, eating to survive. That's great. You know what I mean? That's a good yeah. place to be. Uh, yeah, it's the best. I mean, it's going to end at some point, and I'm going to sure. crave pad thai and pizza all the yeah. time again, but... But, yeah. you know, I'm loving it right now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> ba -da -ba -ba -ba. I'm loving it, baby. <laughs> She's loving it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. We can, like, kind of close the book on pizza. Okay, cool. Close. I feel good. We covered it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the only other question that I usually ask, and I'll ask this at the end about being honest, too, is yeah. that how do you feel like your love of pizza has influenced you uh, creatively in your life in general? Creatively? Oh, geez. Um, well, I mean... For a long time, CeCe's Pizza was a reference I made a lot <laughs> yeah. in improv or on yeah. online conversations. Like, I felt like... I've seen you talk about CeCe's on yeah, Facebook. See yeah, see what I mean? For like, sure. Because it's pizza. Um, I think that um, <laughs> I often would be like, do you want to go out for pizza with, like, comedy friends? Uh -huh. So I think it's been, like, it's been a good part. And, like, Demos, with, you know, getting yeah. pizza after a show. Yeah. Demo, um, we would go there before, like, every show. Yeah. Uh, uh, while we we're still over so there. I think pizza yeah I think pizza's like influenced me like uh, in a lot of good ways it's a great thing to reference in shows absolutely uh, you can really get into details talk about different kinds of pizza like almost like you could talk about a pizza chain <laughs> or a pizza restaurant and it could really tell you who you are as a character that if you're is eating so Cisa, true Cisa, though Cisa, yeah yeah because if you're going to CC's <laughs> you, you know who I am you, you know, know a lot about that yeah. character so I think it's, uh, yeah, it's played a big part of my life. I love that. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Now we can close the book on pizza. Okay, cool. <laughs> but if it comes back naturally. I mean, it might. I've, I fucking love this stuff. So do I, man. <laughs> so do I. Uh, okay. <clears throat> what do you think the origin of your love of being honest with is? That's a great question. Um, you know, I, d I, d I don't, I, I think it's like almost, it's, I've always been someone like that. Like I, I, I've al I think I've always been honest like Good. and i don't even know if it's like honest or if like and it's not something i've ever noticed like i'm blunt mm -hmm. and um 
you do think you're blunt or you don't I, think I am blunt. Okay. Okay. And I think I've always kind of been told that, but it wasn't until like these past few years. And I think it's almost like comedy made it more obvious. Like when yeah. I would comment on things that I liked or, um, or even like relationships with people, like it's like, um, I, the internet has made it more obvious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. things like that. Because a lot of people use social networks to put up a version of themselves. Yeah. And not their actual self. Right. And I think like, I think about, um, I think it's something that I've always done, but I've never been aware of it. Just, I've never been like, oh, that's like a big quality about myself. But now I would say that's like a way I would describe myself as like, oh, I'm honest and I do what I want to do type thing. Cool. Because I think about when I first joined Superhuman. Mm-hmm. And it was like ten of us women. We were all completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like an all women improv group for all all you. For listeners. anyone who wouldn't know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, a great, powerful yeah. all female improv group here in Chicago. I love it. And um, and we were all very different. And like I, I almost feel like I was, and maybe everyone felt this way, but I felt like I was a lot different than everybody else. Just Interesting. sort of, yeah, just sort of like, I think I had the least improv experience. Maybe when we first started, I worked like really? an office job. Yeah. And um, but and they're all I I always feel like they're more like artistic and stuff than me. Okay, okay. Whereas okay. like I'm just literally here to like try to be funny. Yeah. And like, and like even with improv in general, like I I, my, I'm not here to like make beautiful art. Like I'm here sure. to like make a career out of this. Sure. And that's me being honest. And I was and gonna say that's a really refreshingly honest thing to say. Yeah. In here. So like I'll sell my soul. <laughs> to make money <laughs> but um, but i mean uh, by the same token you weren't happy with second city touring yeah and uh, well i loved the i loved it the actual tour yeah touring. yeah i loved it um we can talk about that too in a second okay um but um i just wanted to kind of like provide another way that i think you're honest being honest with yourself yeah well i think also a lot of people will be like oh, i don't want to work for second city but they're not being honest they with themselves. They fucking know they want Everybody to. Everybody would. That's why we live here. It's so <laughs> true. It's the only place that pays you to do comedy. Why wouldn't you so do that? So true. You'd rather make $12 an hour doing something else? Bullshit. That's like, oh my God, I'm on a tangent now. That's like today. Sorry, uh, sorry. <laughs> no, I want to say one more thing. Like, okay. When, like today I got offered like this like temp job. Um, my sister like is a recruiter and gives helps people find work. And okay. I, I don't usually temp, but she asked me if I want to do this thing on Monday. And it's like seven hours. It's $12 an hour. And I did the math. And I'm like. In seven hours, I'm going to make the same amount of money that if I just did a 50-minute show at Second City. Really? Yeah, so it's like... You can't even... Yeah, you can't working at Second begin City. begin to justify yeah. it. So it's like yeah. working at Second City. If you say you don't want to, you should. <laughs> um, but... Uh, oh, what, I, go ahead. The only thing I was going to say is that I think most people, when they say they don't want to work at Second City, it's because they don't... They think they don't want to have to, like, jump through some of the hoops that are involved. Fair. But. I get that. I also think there are plenty of people who say they don't want to work for Second City when they definitely want to work for right. Second City. And they're just trying to convince themselves that they don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. And for me, it's like, I want to be like, you should want to jump through the, jump through, like, yeah. if you want to be smart career-wise. Yes. yes. I, I totally Learn how agree to jump through you. the hoops. Um Okay, so what I was saying, though, so with Superhuman, and I remember we were, like, all kind of different, and we would, like, talk about what we want to do in shows, and I felt like I always wanted to do something different, mm-hmm. and I never really comp, and, like, it almost was, like, these women are the women that, like, pointed this out about me, like, I would never, like, compromise myself or, like, my integrity, like, I'd be, like, I'm not wearing that, that costume, like, <laughs> I'm not wearing that Stevie Nicks costume on stage, like, sure. like th- and they'd be, like, you do you, Blair, like, you know, like, no sugarcoating that shit. That's great, man. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, and I think that's when I started becoming more aware of it, was kind of, like, I mean, the, uh, that group of women is like, they're like, 
my sisters and they're great <laughs> yeah. they're great great women yeah. and people and and you guys collectively are so awesome and it it it's cool it doesn't really uh it doesn't surprise me to hear you say that that was like kind of a stand that you would make yeah because like why not you know it's not like and if they were the kind of people which they're not to right. look at you and go like fuck you blair like why don't you want to do this right. dumb thing that we want you to do oh you don't want to do this but you still want to be in the group and like play and have fun and make people totally. laugh then fuck yeah that's yeah. what that group should be about yeah and th- and and that is what it is and then i mean and then we would like have like we also like as soon as we became a group like just got really close we had like email group things that would there'd be like 10 of them at a time going we all had <laughs> off- office jobs that we fucking hated <laughs> and we would be emailing about everything and i would pick fights all the time not like intentionally but like i just had different point sure, points of view on like a sure, lot of sure, things sure. and like that was like a group of women where it was like you felt safe yeah we would do it and it was just like i mean i just think they're all so intelligent too and mm-hmm. and and they would respect my intelligence and my opinion too so like they would just be like these great like kind of almost like uh arguments yeah. uh but like but like interesting because it made me learn a lot and and i also think that it's a lot a lot of those women and myself included like i'm not like like if I have a, an argument with someone, like you could change my mind if you make a compelling argument. Yes. And some people, you can't do that too. And I think yes. that's a fucking flaw. If that's yes. you. Then Man. you shouldn't be talking about it if you're not going to be open minded to what I'm saying either. Yeah. And like people that talk like their opinion is a fact. It's like if you're no one's going to want to fuck. You, you, no one wants to talk to you. Yes. Like I don't want to talk to you if that's the way you talk. Absolutely. And um and those women are not like that. They're all just like, you know, like we talk about everything that's and great. yeah, and um and everyone's like smart and 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 I've changed a lot a lot of my and I think a lot of it has to do with those those women too. That's really awesome. Yeah. Uh that's so cool to hear you say. Yeah. Uh and and to kind of realize that that was one of the like initiating times where you realize that maybe not everyone operates from that same place of like uh honesty above everything kind of thing oh totally uh what kinds of things do you would you guys find yourselves like arguing over (laughs) well okay (laughs) um originally going into it um they like a lot of those women would be like we're feminists and and honestly, like at that point in time, like I kind of like had worked in corporate America for like eight years mm-hmm. and I grew up kind of like I, I was someone who like everything my parents said, I was like, they're smart. I trust everything they're saying. Yeah. So like political, yeah, yeah, political beliefs. Where'd you grow up? Well, I grew up, I'm from Pittsburgh and I grew up in Valparaiso, Indiana and oh, I moved cool. back to Pittsburgh. Um, but, you know, my parent, like my dad's like conservative and not like Christian and stuff like that, but just <laughs> like, uh, um, like you know whatever like a republican politically yeah yeah. and and you know fiscally and all that stuff yeah and so like i and i just Uh, my dad is too but also all the christian stuff oh really (laughs) yeah Yeah. and i mean that's a whole nother thing i could talk about but um (laughs) but for so long i would like i I just was like i just think my dad's smart and Mm -hmm. and cool so like i I believe everything he believes you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and then and then also like i kind of like i worked at an investment company and most people were kind of of the same um yeah like state of mind so that's just sort of what i've been around i i most of my friends like from college are like where'd you go to school i went to miami of ohio oh cool so it's just like a lot of uh, and i'm not necessarily throwing myself in this category like um the wealthy white people you know and um and that's pretty much all i knew Mm -hmm. and so 
and and so I've always just sort of been turned off. I would always like was turned off by loud feminist people that are like sure like i literally did almost see it as like oh they hate men oh you know and yeah. so like it just and was you're like, like i don't hate them so i can't yeah. be a feminist <laughs> yeah well yeah. that and yeah literally and then also like just like um I, I think a lot of i had a lot of opinions that probably would be what a feminist would consider a feminist but mm -hmm. like they just weren't those like big loud ones which sure. is like fuck men or whatever like i'm someone that's like like if all of the comedy I do like is like I like to perform with other women I like to promote other women's work like like I'm all about that uh -huh. like so I think like I do a lot of things that a feminist would be like you're a feminist and that's sort of what they would always do to me like I would do something <laughs> and they'd be they'd like reply and be like spoken like a true feminist oh, and I would be like fuck so you funny yeah. <laughs> so it was a lot of that and then so kind you of like, like resisted it a lot Yes, <laughs> I would to the point where like I, I no yeah I fought it so hard sometimes that like like Katie Klein like one of my dear friends would would like like G chat me on the side and she'd be like like you're kind of being borderline misogynistic right now because I would want to be like I am not like at one point I remember I was like like if I were to get surgery like I'd rather have a man do it and then I was like I'm just saying that to like ruffle feathers right oh, now oh that's so funny yeah because it's like not true actually like if I go to a doctor like I actually you wanted to a be woman. a lady yeah but for some reason you just wanted to like stick to your guns yeah and then I came around and I'm like and I think yeah that is like a pretty misogynist yeah. thing to say <laughs> it's terrible and I don't feel that way <laughs> but like in my brain I I mean I could justify it a little bit in my brain I'm like I don't know I think that guys are naturally more coordinated <laughs> but i don't know i go that's I, so funny because uh at work last week we had this specialist so we have all these like scientific instruments and we had a specialist come in and like fix up one of ours that we're less familiar with than some of the others yeah and so he's telling us that like most of the labs he goes into when it's when men have been using an instrument there's yeah. usually things that are like fucked up really <laughs> because things have been like over tightened or just like things where like too much they like think they treat it more like something like a car you right than like a uh, like scientific instrument sure and so like oftentimes when like he can tell when a woman has been using the instrument because it's like cleaner better maintained and like less um um like uh strong armed i guess sure and like part of me was like oh hell yeah women forever and part of me was like well but also that's like kind of a generalization like right. oh, i don't totally. know how i feel about this and there were a couple other things that he said that were like definitely generalizations yeah. that like all i mean i'm the only woman involved it's, yeah. uh, it's like <laughs> yeah. four old men yeah. um i was gonna say white men but the man who came in who <laughs> was a specialist was uh, a very nice mexican man um that he like made reference to so many times and i was like okay you're fun this yeah. is fun okay um but then he made this like big uh generalization and yeah. all these like old men would just like laugh and be like <laughs> oh <laughs> women yeah <laughs> that's the kind of shit i hate and i'm like i'm sitting right here yeah like <laughs> i mean and i look back at stuff too like like when i when i worked at, in an office and i'm like uh, like just a concept that all went like if there's administrative assistants are usually women yes like that kind of shit i'm like what why yeah it's so silly yeah um and back then i i mean now i'm just like i think that's fucking ridiculous yeah and it's so silly like, and things like like years like a couple years ago i wouldn't have cared but now i like i do care about the I, uh, there's totally so many more things that i pay attention to or notice in a completely different way than i used to yeah 
Um, and also now, actually, I would rather go to a, a female surgeon. Um, <laughs> and then back then I was almost just saying it just to like, you know, ruffle feathers see and what see what they would, would say. Um, I was just thinking, so you were just talking about like a doctor, like kind of being rougher. So this mm-hmm. is kind of an interesting story. It has nothing to do with honesty, but Love it. I went to, uh, actually it does. Cause I was very honest with the doctor. Yeah. So <laughs> I went to, uh, I had to get like a, this implant put in, in my mouth, like, mm-hmm. Um, and so I went to an oral surgeon and it's this like procedure where they like basically put a drill into your bone and then they like put a crown on top, but they put the, the, the or not a drill, a screw. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. to do that, they drill into your bone and then screw in the screw. Mm-hmm. So they were doing that to me. I had this like creepy d- guy doing it. And I just kind of was like, I just want to get it done. And I know that these doctors do thousands of these. So sure. like you anyone can do anything it. Of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This guy was so rough with me and he was so creepy. And, um, but anyway, so they're finishing up and they take x-rays along the way and they take an x-ray and they look at it and they realize that I hear him go, what's that doing in there? And they were like, no. I don't know. The fucking head of the drill cracked off into my jawbone. Shut up. Yeah. And so then they're like, we're going to try to get it out try yeah <laughs> so they are they then did a slice in the front of my gum and they were drilling in the front and then they couldn't get it out so they decided to put the implant in on top of it and they're like no yeah and they're like it'll be fine it'll be okay because um it's like stainless steel. yeah stainless steel it's like you know you people it's the same it's material as the screw yeah. yeah and i was like okay and i was like that's fine i go well let me just get like a picture of that x-ray because i see the x-ray and there's like the head a of the drill thing in it. Yeah. yeah and then the screw on top of it and he goes no you know what get back in the chair we have to get it out <gasps> so i was like and i go do you think it's because he you asked if you could like document it for sure and so then fuck. so that yes that is is fuck. insane so then i go i go hold on a second no let me just like for take earlier, a minute you said yeah that. you just get it out and he's like no i didn't I'm, I'm telling you my advice right now is to take it out and i was like okay i honestly i don't trust you right now um but sure, if that's what you want to do, just do it. If you think it's gonna be easy, so I let them drill for like twenty more minutes. They take the implant out, they drill all over all over my face, and they can't get it out. And I was like, "Sew me up, I'm leaving." Yeah. So I leave. This was like three weeks ago. I leave, and now literally, I went there. <laughs> I've been recovering for three weeks, and I have nothing to show for it except for the head of a drill stuck in my jawbone. And so I've been, like, raising hell with that place. I mean, yeah. they gave me all my money back. And, like, Good. I think they're going to do it for free as soon as this heals. But I'm not even going to live here. So whatever. But, like. So they're waiting. So they have to, like, wait to try to get it out again. They have to wait three months for it to heal. And then they're going to decide if they want to try to get it out or leave it in. But then also put that implant in. The thing. The whole reason I was there to begin with. So you still don't have that? No. I have nothing. Except for the head of a drill. And fuck yeah. me. And they keep like asking me things and I'm just being like so honest with them. They're like, well, would you let another doctor do it? And I'm like, honestly, like I'm, I'm a little skeptical of anyone that's willing to work with that guy because he really creeped me out. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, I, I trust your honest or like, I appreciate your honesty. That's great. Yeah. I, I mean, at this point, like <laughs> that's absolutely the way yeah. you should be. And I mean, I, I did end up going back because I think at this point, like if I keep going back to them, they're going to have to do it for free. Yes. Agreed. Because it's like they could charge me and I could be like, I could also post because now I have the cu- pictures of the x-rays. I made them send them to me. Yeah. And so I posted one on Instagram, but like I didn't post who the doctor was or anything like that. Sure. But sure, like sure, if sure. they don't like, I mean, I'm going to use it for leverage because yeah. it's a, it's like $2,500 to get that implant put in. Fuck. So like, 
at this point, I'm like, I'm for sure going to try to get it for free. Absolutely. And if they don't, I'm going to be like, I can put this on the uh, internet. You broke off yeah. a piece of your <laughs> drill in my mouth. Yeah. And I can put this on the internet and I guarantee you it's going to scare some people away. Yeah. Up. Uh, yeah. I mean, what if you put that on like their Yelp page Yelp, or something? And you just see the picture. I should show you the picture. It's just, you can see my fucking tooth and then you see a very distinctive head of a drill in my jaw no people would see that and be like well but not going here yeah literally oh man. so that's something that has nothing to do with anything but that's no a story. but i think there are plenty of people who wouldn't be honest in that situation yeah who would feel like well um uh i guess that's okay yeah you know but i was like no i'm standing up for myself why yeah. this is your health this is right. your dental health it's your money is your body, they fucked up. You right. should absolutely be able to set whatever guidelines you want. Right. Yeah. But there are plenty of people, I w- I'm going to go ahead and say, including myself, who would have trepidation about even trying to be honest about Yeah. That. I mean, even my, my dad was like, just walk away. And I was like, no, I want them to refund me for my prescriptions. Yeah. Like, yeah. everything. And so they, like, agreed to it. I was like, I'm not walking away from it. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, they should... <laughs> should have to pay for that yeah i agree uh i mean they're gonna have to pay for a new drill bit anyway right, right? yeah they gotta get new <laughs> drills and stuff because that one is in my mouth <laughs> that is absurd yeah um trying to think so uh i, I can talk more about like wh- like when i know uh, like like my honesty and how else i notice that it like comes out a lot i love that is when i talk about like comedy and my opinion on other people's comedy when people ask about shows and stuff yeah like know. i have no problem being like i didn't think that was good not necessarily to someone's face sure but like i feel like a lot of people just like they uh, like talk to each other and just jerk each other off yes and then like say they like someone showed because they think that person's cool but like i'll be like i don't get why that was funny that's, that's not my taste. And so, like, that's something that I've noticed. And people are like, whoa, you're being really honest. And I'm like, yes, why aren't why we all? Why wouldn't we? Yeah. Why aren't we all doing that? And, I mean, and I don't do that. I mean, and I'll also say when something's good, you know, because yeah. there is a lot of stuff I like. I'm, I'm not a fan of – I feel like there's so many people that hate everything. Oh, sure. And I, and I will not allow myself to fall into that category. Good. But I feel like um, – I, I don't know. I feel like people almost like they're too scared to say when they don't like something because then they think that people are going to say that about them. And it's like – yeah, I'm sure I do stuff that people don't think is funny, and that's mm-hmm. fine. I mean, if everything that somebody did was good, and fu- I mean that just that's impossible. We're all—it's like yeah. you said—we're all just jerking each other off. Yeah, but and it's not true, right? Uh, not everything is good, right? And it's okay to talk about people. I mean, if we didn't talk about people, what would we talk about? Yeah, like outer space. Like I don't know. Like it's okay. <laughs> like, I just think that's totally fine. Sure, when we all have this like shared thing that we're all love and are passionate yeah. about. Um, I agree with you. I think that um, the the route that I usually would like, I've definitely uh, this might like put this might have people being like, oh, she did this after my show. If I don't like a show and yeah. I thought it was bad, then I don't want to have to talk to anyone about it. Right. So oh. I'm just like, um, okay, bye. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that sucks. Like, yeah, that's a shitty feeling, but it's better than having to be like. Yeah, because yeah, I don't want someone great. to come. Yeah, <laughs> to compliment me. Like, like if I didn't do well, like I want a compliment to like be a real one. I don't want someone to be complimenting me. Like, if someone compliments me after every single thing I do, then I'm like, what's real this and what's real. not? Yes. Yeah. So I agree. like, don't compliment me when I do something that's not fucking good. And I like, also yes, I agree. And I think that I 
overcompensate when I really like something. Yeah. Because I'm afraid that people think that I'm either being disingenuous. Yeah. Or that I just tell everyone that I like their shit. Right. But if I really like something, I really want someone to know that Same. I think that show is fucking awesome. Totally. I agree. And I think a lot of the, this might like be like, oh, well, she really got personal there. I think like my parents don't compliment me like ever. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, and and which is like different for me because like I love to compliment people. Like if someone looks good, I like to tell them they look good. That's great. Yeah. If someone did something great, I love to tell them they did great. Like, I remember after one of the last shows that we did together i think it was the first joan you were great in it i did the mashup and yeah. you, afterwards you were like man you were really great yeah. i don't think i've seen you improvise in a while that was stellar and yeah. i and i took it to heart yeah. because i knew you meant it i did yeah good that's and so sweet yeah and um I, yeah i went some of the i was just like great. backing up that yeah. you totally did. did like make a point to give me a very specific like yeah. Uh, uh, feedback, I guess. Yeah, I remember that too because I hadn't seen you. And there were a couple other people too. Like, I think Aaron Thorne was in that. Yeah. And Meg Brennan. And it was like a really good, uh, like, I actually, uh, here's me being honest. I hate mashups usually. Yes. I just, so do I. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't like watching them. And I don't like, and that one, and maybe again, it might be because I, I really respect women as performers, mm -hmm. but I just thought it was all women and everyone was like supportive and everyone was really good in it. And, Thanks. and like, I, and I liked that. Yeah. Um, I think I was even honest with you that I felt like I had um, come out too much. <laughs> and you're like, ah, man, whatever. Mashups suck. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. true. That's yeah. so refreshing, though. Yeah. To be able to, like, you were honest with me, so I felt like I could be honest with you. Yeah. And that is, like, my ideal interaction after a show. Yeah, totally. And, um, yeah, so, like, since my parents don't compliment me a lot. And I, I remember I said something, like, my parents, like, came to a Second City show or something, and I was kind of, like, my parents so i thought i thought i would be their favorite part of the oh, show you yeah. know <laughs> and so i, I was like kind of waiting they were like that was a great show but i was kind of waiting for them to be like and that one thing You're you the did best. Yeah. yeah something like that and i know it like there was a couple scenes that like just fucking destroyed like and you're so fucking funny thank so. you and so like i was just like waiting for that night and, and then finally i was like well i haven't really gotten any compliments i'm gonna ask them what their favorite scene was i asked them what their favorite scene was and they name a scene that's like it was sabine and jameson and i was like god you can't even say something i did and i was like i like that one scene where i like i play that uh, that feminist thing it, it's a scene that chelsea devantes wrote and i oh, love it cool yeah and it gets like it just always gets a lot of laughs that's great yeah and um and how my, cool is that to be able to be yeah. performing that oh i loved it and that's awesome. um and my parents were like, oh, yeah, I couldn't I, we, I couldn't really understand what you're saying in that. And I'm like, shut up. Fuck and, up. Yeah. and then finally my dad's compliment to me was he goes, um, you know, I noticed that uh, you really you could really project, especially <laughs> compared to before. <laughs> I was like, thanks, man. <laughs> but so since then, I was like, you know, you should compliment me. So now I feel like my mom over compliments and I'm like, I don't know what's real and what's not. And or if you just, yeah, yeah, just you're just trying to be better <laughs> about giving compliments because neither of you know how to. So <laughs> that's why I'm like, just give a compliment when it's due, right? And don't when it's not, right? Right? Yes, I agree. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I think people feel like, yeah, I just think that's the best way to go about it because even if after a show you like are looking for someone to say something about the show and no one does maybe just like take a hint yeah <laughs> i mean it's like and be glad that they're not being like oh show rough <laughs> right and it's like i mean i also i mean you know if it went well i mean yes. when you're doing comedy yes. it's not like a play like it's comedy if people aren't laughing at you then 
you're having a bad show. The success <laughs> of the show was not yeah. what it should have been. I mean, granted, there are shows where people are laughing because there's just like a lot of their friends there and they're excited to see them or something. Sure. But it's like, whatever. It's so went over well. They had fun. Who cares? It's, it's, people were still laughing and having fun. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's an, a really important thing to note is, um, and I get into this conversation with my uh, boyfriend a decent amount because he, I will get to where I'm like, but, um, it's usually when we're talking about uh, like things that people comedy that people find offensive. Yeah. And he's very and I'm like I'll try to be like, "Well, but this is offensive." And yeah. he's in the more in the camp of like Yeah, but like people find different things funny. Yeah. And that's boiling it down to a very very simplified version right. and I don't and he's definitely not like going like yes everyone should be able to say whatever right. like horrible things they want um yeah um i, I guess the, the, i mean th- i was thinking about that today like how everyone has like kind of different tastes like i went and watched solitaire last night which is like yeah uh, it's like 10 or 11 women doing solo stuff and i thought everyone did a really great job and someone was like well who who was the best and i was like literally everyone was really great and there was like a pretty decent variety so it was like one of those things where it's like everybody would probably say someone else because it's awesome. like there's so it just whatever your taste is you know what that's i mean great. like and i think that's like awesome yeah and why do we need to quantify which one was the best right i mean that i mean that's just what people do yes and um and so i was like who killed it and i was like i was just like good like everyone did a nice job and yeah. and then i depending on what your taste is you would probably say someone different yeah which is a good thing too yeah that's a great thing to be able to say about a show yeah um i i and i do feel like i usually try to qualify like my responses to things like oh for me because of my taste yeah i thought this i really gravitated towards this person totally or this group or whatever um yeah there's um also at my job peop- it's a weird i have a weird relationship with comedy there because when people come into town they like want to see second city shows yeah and sometimes they'll ask me like what shows they should see and stuff so i'll try to direct them to to cool stuff yeah um but uh so usually when people see like the main stage show or anything else you know I know people in it and like yeah. know the shows and so I'll ask them what they thought, and like every once in a while, it'll be someone who will be like, "Oh man, that one cowboy scene by the campfire!" Oh, I was laughing so hard, and I was like, "Yeah, that's yeah. a great fucking scene." Yeah, totally. And uh, those conversations are really fun and really cool. And then every once in a while, someone will be like, "Well, this guy was my favorite, but I didn't like this girl," and I'm like, "That the, doesn't." The, I hate that too. That doesn't mean anything to me. Like, right. I, that's great for you and for those people for the people that you liked but yeah. like i don't need to hear yeah. that right that person was your least favorite like what was the sketch that you thought was great right what was the thing that made you laugh the hardest like right i totally get what you're saying um i, I mean i sometimes will be like i thought that one person was unwatchable yeah like, I mean, <laughs> so do i, I mean, i'm harsh so do <laughs> i but at the same time it's like i think if you're gonna be able if you want to say that this person was unwatchable which I'll say, yeah. If, especially if I'm having a conversation with like friends that totally. I went to the show with, um, and not anyone like involved in the show. If you want to be able to say that, I think you should also be able to say like constructive things about the show. Totally. Well, I think a lot of times um, it, that just translates to what they're like as a regular person. Like, like uh, I I didn't talk too much. Like people are gonna probably hate me after this. But like, so like if I don't like a person socially or as a person, they're 
I'm not going to find them likable on stage. You know what sure. I mean? So like, but if I really like someone as a person, I'm going to like them on stage. Yes. And so like, I don't disagree with you when I find someone unwatchable or not genuine on stage. I'm like, I, I don't find that person genuine in real life either. Like, That's so, so it's funny. like, it's like, so I don't feel bad saying, right. I don't feel bad being like, I thought that person was unwatchable. Cause I'm probably talking Usually. about someone I don't like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. That but that's a beautiful level of honesty, I yeah. think. And and in this community and like in this culture, like you already <coughs> said, like we're so readily like, Oh man, what a great show. Yeah. What a great group. Great job. Great yeah. great everything. And it's like, nah. And not everything is great. <laughs> and I do think I mean, and everyone likes different stuff. I mean, yeah. By all means, like uh, like some stuff I just can't get on board with and and like sometimes I, like I could watch like some stuff that like is at Second City or something and I'll be like those people for sure are talented and like but that I w- show still wasn't great. Or, well or like I mean it maybe just wasn't like my kind of thing. Like sure. if I watch it I'm like those people are really talented and probably more talented than me in a lot of aspects. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> was that the best comedy show I've seen? Eh, no, but that uh, it was definitely an entertaining show. Mm-hmm. But is it what I would be like go to Chicago to see this awesome sketch comedy show? Or would I be like, go to Chicago and see this really entertaining in- musical show? You sure, know, like, sure, 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 sure. Um, I don't even know what I'm talking about, but that's like an opinion I have a lot. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, uh, what kinds of things... Go no, ahead. you go. <laughs> what kinds of things do you feel <laughs> like you uh, gravitate towards or... Um, yeah, uh, comedy-wise? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like anything. And this is what we were talking about, like about like that sci-fi book. Oh stuff. yeah, yeah, the animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like anything that is believable and okay. real, like that could really be real. Okay. So like, I, I I find that a lot of improv nowadays is just like guys standing around talking, and they're not embodying like characters. So I'm not like compelled to watch it. I'm just like, oh, so you're just trying to like state different facts or <laughs> like, yes. and I'm like, okay, fucking do something. And so true. yeah, so like, I like people that like play characters that could be real and that like have. Demen- like dimensions uh, to them and I gr- a group that I think embodies that really well is Feldmanowski I haven't seen I haven't seen them perform in a long time really yeah uh, I love both of them yeah 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 yeah. I just think I'm thinking about like something that's like very slice of life yeah very like character based yeah um for me I have a very I think they just do one scene mm-hmm. usually right yeah um, scenes. that isn't necessarily my favorite style of improv to watch again sure. though they're both so good and so funny that they're they i'm sure i last time i saw them they were amazing and they pulled yeah. it off generally speaking though i wouldn't gravitate towards that type that's of fair show um because i my i, I can, neither would i really yeah, yeah. it's kind of like i, I want to see multiple storyline like s- things kind of wrapped together like i always do like that like seeing things kind of different worlds and then coming Be satisfying. together yeah, yeah yeah like a complete show which is something that like superhuman does now that like Every time I feel like we'd finish a show, I'm like, that was like a complete show. Yeah. Whereas like other teams I've been on, it's like, we just improvised for a half hour. Yes. It was hilarious, but nothing came together. So I love it when it does feel like a complete I piece. I totally agree with yeah. you. And I think, I guess most people would, but. Um, mm, I don't not. know though. Yeah. Because I, I've been on two teams where I feel like we do like complete pieces yeah. and it's really satisfying. And that's like one of the goals of the team. Right. And then um, with Squall, my playground team, yeah. full of these wonderful people that I love playing with that, like you said, you know, we could do an improv show and it'd be really funny and have a great time. Yeah. But whenever we do a like full complete piece like that, people yeah. always seem 
surprise. Right. People are always like, wow, oh. that was like a full, we just like tied it all together. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Always, always want to do. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I've been doing these shows. Um, Asher Perlman and I do a show on Monday nights called Comedy Partners. Mm -hmm. And it's like the most fulfilling improv I've ever done in my <laughs> life. Great. It's like um, performing with one of my best friends. And um, and we, I just feel like we all, like both of us love to play like characters that have like something deep and dark inside of them usually sure. like and um and we usually do multiple scenes and like kind of do different things and then it all sort of comes together mm -hmm. and like the guy who pulls lights for us is like totally on the same page as oh. us like it's like we can say the line where, where it's like and this is going to be the line and he and fucking he does it, it every night yeah. and we're like oh it's so satisfying who pulls lights for you adam kershot i think is how you say mm. it he's like the main like tech guy at io okay he's cool awesome yeah that's awesome he's so good that's so satisfying i've done some tech um, from time to time and my goal as a tech person is to always just not have the performers have to think about whether the tech is going to be right. Oh, yeah. You I know what I mean? Totally. I mean, I guess when you're doing a show where you're just trying to get as many laughs as possible, it doesn't really matter when the light is pulled. Sure. But when you're doing, when you're trying to like do a complete Story. show, then like, yeah, it pays off so much. See, this is so funny. I'm going to kind of call you on something. Um, you said that you don't really care about the making art. art. I know that that's, I knew that you were going to say that because I was thinking that as I was saying it too. I'm saying that like, um, well, I think that there there is like that balance of like if you want to do a really good show, mm -hmm. that has to be a part of it. I think like, so too. You know what I mean? But like I'm not someone that's like, like what I'm saying is like I'm not someone that's like I want to be the best improviser in Chicago. I just want to learn about improv and like, and like get obsessed with no, improv. Deeply. Yeah, it, yeah. Okay. I'm not like that. I'm okay. more like um, I love to do improv in that um, it, it's a hobby, mm -hmm. and then I think um, it's a hobby that I do love, and mm -hmm. I, I do it because I want to make people laugh. I also want to impress people, you know. Sure. But um, it's also when I say the art versus like how I want to do it as a career is that like it's still like a way that I. I use improv to better my comedy and things that I write and do. And like it's improv is what has made me come up with almost every single character I've ever done in a solo really? showcase or like Asher and I wrote a web series and a pilot together. And it's like totally these people that we've developed through. Yeah. So like, that's how I kind of think of cool. improv. I okay. mean, I love it and it is an art, but I'm not someone that's like, oh, I'm doing it for the art. I think that it has to, there does have to be like some artistic, to it which sure. is why i don't like shows where it's just like guys standing around yes. like talking yes um because that usually isn't funny or artistic yeah but um but again i'm not someone that's like uh, like i just i'm not like oh my god improv and i this it would be so cool if you do this like i'm not like that you can't get super um ethereal and and things yeah. like that about it which is also why like when someone's like asks me to coach a team like i'm usually hesitant to i mean i'll coach like a like maybe at the beginning when people are still learning how to do improv but like if someone's like will you give notes after show like i'm like that's stupid that. yeah like anytime <laughs> anyone has given me a note after an improv show i'm like cool thank you i didn't listen to what you just said <laughs> Because that is so stupid. I just think that is so dumb. It's like once you know how to improvise, and I, I'm sure plenty of people disagree with me, but my opinion is, and I don't think anyone could change my mind on this, but also it's because of who I am and what I'm trying to create. Like mm -hmm. I don't think anyone could change, could say something to me that I'd be like, wow, unless it's a thing where it's like, I notice that you always do this. Like I notice yes. that you're always, and I think that kind of most of us are 
past that point where we figure out who we are as improvisers. But like, say it's like a younger improviser, and you're like, I know, so you always yell at that person in your scene. That's a like, yeah, that's a note that then you could be like, I'm still learning, and that's yes. something I want to figure out. But like, yes. but like some of these teams that have been teams for a long time and they're getting notes after shows, I'm just sort of like, what are you doing? Like someone that's like walking through scenes being like, and then in this scene you did this. Are you fucking kidding me? Like if, I mean, the, I can't do that. Like I can't take that seriously. Yeah. And like, I totally agree with you. I, I got to a point recently where um, so the only consistent improv I'm doing is on Thursday nights with uh, this group at the Annoyance um, Sight Unseen. It's okay. It's me, Steve Nelson, Meg Strickland, Rosie Moan, Jimmy Pennington, and Mark Logsdon. Oh, that's so fun. It is that's a, great a group. fucking blast. Yeah. Um, we don't rehearse. We never did. Yeah. We never had a coach. We just were like six people who, and Sarah Calder was doing it for a long time too, yeah. but her schedule just got bonkers. Um, sure. But it was just like a bunch of people who wanted to improvise together. Jimmy and Steve kind of were like, okay, like who do, who do we want to play yeah. with? And we like were having fun from, you know, show one and took the first few shows to just kind of like figure out what we wanted to be, the totally. kind of things that we gr- wanted to gravitate towards. And now we consistently do that. And after shows, we'll be like, I love this. Um, this was kind of weird, but I didn't mind it. Like, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, that that you did made me laugh so hard. Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, hang out a little and we go home and that's it. Yeah. And it's, that's the best. I told someone, I was like, this is exactly what I want out of improv at this point. Totally. In my life. I mean, that's how everything that I do that I love is like superhuman. We've never had a coach. We've never had a rehearsal. I mean, and now it's like, I mean, it takes a while to like get to that place where you right. can like, you've figure each other out but like now literally we walk off stage and we're like dying laughing and we're being like that was so fucking funny when you did this yes and that's all we do and that's how it should be that's exactly what you know or like like after um like fanny which uh, we don't perform yeah that's always (laughs) that was like oh just like a highlight of my comedy was doing those shows and um and we never had a coach or rehearsal make each other die yeah and so like we would still like for days i mean there's probably still times where we might like send a quote that someone said in a show to yeah, each other of course and it's like and you guys wrote a pilot together yeah we did yeah oh yeah so we read funny. a thing yeah, yeah you read it at that jones show yeah and, and like god you're just killing me you're yeah thanks so funny. you're so funny <laughs> thank you and so yeah that kind of thing we just would walk off stage and laugh about it like i mean i'm sure there's times where like someone would, would be like uh, like i've probably been like fuck i just had a really bad show mm-hmm but to me, it's like I, I also don't like when someone walks off stage and like, sorry, I did this or sorry, because yes. I'm like, I don't care. It's not like I'm now thinking like, whoa, never mind. That person's <laughs> actually a bad improviser. <laughs> like, no, it's like, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I think at some point you just have to get past that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's and, and, and if you're in a place where you feel like you do have to apologize to people, then it's like that's maybe a show that you don't want to do then, because like I don't like to improvise with anyone that makes me feel like. I might have to apologize to them afterwards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like I do like improv all stars sometimes at second city. And I kind of just recently was like, you can stop adding me to it because <laughs> it's like <laughs> one of those shows where it's like, it, you don't play with the same people every week. So like, you're not co- like necessarily comfortable with these people. Uh, mm-hmm. Shows are good, but I mean, it goes back to the same reasons that mashups yeah, aren't necessarily it, any good. And yeah. And it's like, I mean, it's all these good performers. And then, but I just feel like sometimes people are like, because you're not necessarily like, comfortable with each other people are judging each other yes and so like sometimes like i might do something like like step out and 
in, start to intro a scene or something that I'm not supposed to. And then I'm standing there doing it being like, fuck, I shouldn't be doing this right now. So I'm going to have to apologize to whoever was supposed to do this. Sure. And then you walk up stage, you're like, sorry to do that. And then I'm like, this is stupid. Why am I doing something yeah, where I feel like I have to apologize to people? like walking on eggshells yeah, for no reason. And it's like, it, I mean, and then it's fun at times too, but I'm like, I don't ever want to perform it. Yeah, in a place where I'm like feeling like I have to apologize to someone. And I just think if anyone is on a team where they feel like they have to apologize to someone, then you shouldn't be on that team. That's great, man. Oh, I love this. This <laughs> is like, this is combining though. I mean, before we start recording, you're like, I just love comedy so much. Like, I don't know what else to talk about. So yeah. I love that we're kind of finding ways to like, yeah, integrate all and, this. And this, stuff, I mean, even talking about how the stuff I love about comedy is, and then this also ties into like, uh, how I love like female comedians is mm -hmm. like, like, cause when you were asking me what's something I love, like, <laughs> Like, my hobby was always just, like, reading about comedy. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't know a lot of, like, like someone's, like, um, like I don't know, like, old school references or anything. Literally, like, the comedy I know and I read is just, like, comedians that are, like, You mean ten. literally the movie old school? <laughs> <laughs> that, or, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, like, like older people. Oh, or oh like, like Nichols and May. Yeah, I don't know that kind of shit. Oh, I don't even know, like, old second city alums or anything like that sure like the comedians i i just like like chelsea handler and everyone that was on her show yeah and amy schumer tina fey amy Poehler. Like that's I, how i feel Sarah too. silverman like that's the kind of stuff that i like nerd out about because it's like i hate that term nerd out nerd out about um, but, but like i love that though as like, someone who like is a member of a group that has the word nerd in it yeah i, I embrace the idea very strongly that like I think that word just means exactly the way you yeah. used it. I think it's just like whatever you're passionate about and get into. Yeah, and it's like one of those things where it's like almost like I started reading those like so if you go like in my room I have like a bookshelf and I have like every single like are you comedian. there goddess me Chelsea yeah, and all of those and, et cetera, and yeah. yeah, yeah, and even like some more obscure ones and stuff like that. Um, uh, do you Julie Klausner? Do you like Julie Klausner? No, uh, like, get into it. Really, mm -hmm. I like one that was interesting was Susie Essman, the lady on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes, Hers I know the good. name. Yeah. So, like, all those books, like, as soon as I would see one come out, I would buy it. And, like, it's kind of like my little collection, you That's know? That's great. Yeah, so, I like, love I would read about that kind of just to read other people's stories on how they got places and kind of that kind of stuff. Because that's a comedy I like. Sure. Um, and I forget how I got on this topic. Um, so, you're talking about female comedians and, like, honesty and knowing a lot about comedy, but you don't really know a lot of the, like... Oh, yeah. Older comedy stuff. Yeah, I guess I forget what I'm saying. But, yeah, that's what I nerd out about is reading about female oh, comedy. Oh, it's like I maybe guess. it made you feel trepidations to even talk about the fact that you felt like you knew a lot about comedy. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, again, comedy's always been more like a – I guess I remember one time I was auditioning for something, and they were like, and say something um, that you know a lot about that doesn't have anything to do with comedy. And I wanted to be like – that's comedy for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that I, is comedy is the thing. Yeah, because it was always like more of like a hobby because mm -hmm. I always had like a day job that was that was like kind of defined me. Mm -hmm. And then um, so like comedy was always like, oh, that's my hobby. So then other people that have like only done theater and comedy, oh, they have sure. other things interest them, which is also something interesting. I can give my opinion that. Love it. <laughs> is I think it's interesting when um, a lot of like comedians and actors do – shows where they um like give commentary on like things in in life when they've only lived one life which is they went to theater school and they moved to chicago and they've done theater and comedy and i'm like you haven't lived like an adult life so like, you think the the idea that people are like writing about things that are like outside of their breadth yeah i th I, I say that and i mean there's definitely people that are like 
that are way more well read than me oh, and yeah, things me like that too. yeah <laughs> but like but like i think that a lot of people have an experienced life or like they comment on like like a certain type of people like yes. like maybe like investment bankers or things like that and i'm like how do you even know you don't what do you know any like have you g gone into that office or been around those people because like it sounds like you grew up a certain type of person and then you went to theater school and then you moved to chicago and you did theater and you've only ever been around the same yeah and it's and th th that's just like a funny thing for me or like when people don't have any corporate world experience and they like try to do shows maybe where they like there's a part in the show where they ask someone what they do for a living and they talk about that but i'm like 95% of the jobs this person is going to say you're not going to know anything you're about because you didn't do that. More. Yeah, and then I hear people talk about this kind of thing and I'm like you don't have any life experience. Right, what are you right, doing? right, right. I think I think that um you'd mentioned this earlier and I would love to like come kind of come back to it cuz I think it kind of ties in with a lot of stuff we're talking about, but you grew up only around one type of people. And yeah, essentially. Pretty much yeah. essentially and or maybe not, but at least the types of people that you, like, formed opinions around, I guess. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, rather than, like, necessarily, like, talking about, like, uh, my family or anything like that, I'll talk about, like, my friends from college and, like, sure. the lifestyle we live. Sure. And, yeah, I mean, we went to, like, a school, like, everyone's pretty smart and, like, like I feel like none of my college friends are have, like, student loans or parents that are divorced and they're all we're <laughs> white sorority girls like yeah. that's literally who we were so like that's that's, that's a really specific like demographic yeah. of people and uh i was just gonna say that like i think uh, i think people um can can lack a certain amount of self-awareness where that's concerned mm -hmm. because like i've recently i've talked about this on the podcast a little bit but i recently like talked to my dad about and tried to get him to be a little more like open-minded about things sure and tried to like provide a uh frame of reference or a um you know perspective that he's never considered i exactly i did i, I just had breakfast with my dad like a month ago and i had like a couple of things i was like i'm for sure gonna talk about these because i'm interested to hear what he's gonna say and yeah. then and then I'm going to give a different be like, know, what about this? Yeah. And I will say my dad is kind of like he just that's just all he's been exposed to. Right. It, it doesn't sound as like um, harsh as yours. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. I will say this. Um, but my dad like admitted that that's all the only kind of. So he after we had this conversation I, um, more than once, I, I like thanked him. Yeah. Um, for just like being willing to put up with it. And he was like, are you kidding? Thank you. Like, yeah. I've never thought about it like this. And I live in bumfuck south carolina and so no one here is willing to have a conversation like this with me right yeah totally um i'm my dad's not necessarily like that but i mean he's not like like if i were to say something opposite he wouldn't be like oh uh, yeah <laughs> I mean, he, he would he's kind of more like um uh okay interesting and like i more of like i could tell he would walk away and think about it sure versus like um you know like i know some people whose parents are like they have feel like one way about gay marriage or something and mm -hmm. there is no changing them it's not even worth mm -hmm. bringing it up mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is insane mm -hmm. and i won't say that my dad is, is like that, that way no, right no, yeah yeah he's like not but like that is it. like yeah. something that when i was growing up it was like the first thing that like kind of set off a red flag yeah in my head surrounding my parents yeah or my dad um uh, my dad's specifically like political stances is he was like super against gay marriage and i was like I, ca I can't even fathom I can't. that. I can't wrap my brain around it. Yeah, I it's was like, crazy. I was like 14, and I was like, mm, I don't think that's right. Yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> think <Yeah>. so. <laughs> like, but I've always kind of trusted everything else he said. Right. But, 
I don't agree with this, so I'm just not going to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I bet maybe 10 years ago my dad would have said no. They didn't exactly. agree with that. But now it's like, what's the point of saying And it? it's 10 years is exactly the frame of time that I would say that it, like, my dad's come totally yeah. full circle on it and is like, whatever, just, you know, love right. it. <laughs> right. I wouldn't want anyone to try to do this about, you know, my blah, blah, blah. Right. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> we <For> did it. <laughs> For me, I just can't, like, there's so many things that, like, now that, like, a lot of, like, conservative Republicans have opinions on that I'm like, I I literally think you must be insane if you think that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> and and I'm not, my dad is definitely not in that category, but just, like, random things where I'm like, why the fuck would you care about that? I don't get it. It's, like, crazy to me. And I also, oh, my God. I'm Do you find yourself being honest if that kind of thing comes up in, like, conversation or on Facebook or something like that? Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I would have, I mean... I mean, sometimes on Facebook, like, if it, there's, like, certain people talking. I'm just sort of, like, there's no reason to even chime <laughs> in. Because, like, and it's also just sort of, like, you're just opening a can of worms where yes. you're just going to have a conversation with people that is pointless and it's on the Internet. Yeah. Um, I find I'm usually more someone that would be, like, why are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> like, that fucking Chicago women's. Are you in that, Chicago? Yes. And when you post, so Jesus. early on, okay, oh my God, okay, so. Are we allowed <laughs> to talk about this? <laughs> I don't know. We, yeah, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I <laughs> was going to get honest, but now I know if I, don't know if I should. Well, here, I'll say this, I'll okay. say this. Okay, one thing I was going to say is that, um, oh, I could talk about this forever. We can continue this conversation off mic if you want. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's sort of like it's so exhausting that there's no reason. That to is the not, we're, yeah. we're on the same page with it probably. Yeah, but the one thing I was just going to say is like people are like, this is a safe space and blah, 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 blah. You can say whatever you want and or or like I should be able to say whatever I want because what I'm saying in here I would say on stage or in a room full of people and to that I want to say like you guys are all saying eight different things right now. So like yes. if you're saying this is a safe space, I want to be like, what, who deemed it that? Who deemed yes. it a safe space? Because I never... Agreed, agreed to that these 800 or a thousand, a thousand or whatever people didn't all agree agreed. to that and and it's like i didn't ask to be here i've i've removed myself five times and i've gotten added back every is single that time. true every single time i even clicked the thing that was like don't allow someone to re-add me and i could get re-added weird and then um and then at one point i was out for a little while and someone told me a couple of things were in there i'm like i gotta go see this train wreck <laughs> um so i went back in but so People say that, like, well, this is a safe space. And I'm like, what makes you think that? I yes. mean, because I didn't agree to Not that. Not everyone agreed to that. And then when they're like, um, and I don't care. I'm comfortable saying this. What I say in here, I would say that on stage. So to that, I want to be like, then why does this need to be a safe space? If you're so comfortable saying whatever the fuck you want, then just make it a say public it group. Time, yeah. yeah. And then also to that, then I would say, well, um, I didn't ask to be told that about you. Like, it's yeah. like uh, maybe if you were writing an article on on this really serious topic Personal. i would then have the choice to read that article or not um but or like if you're doing a show on it i would have the choice to see that show or not yeah, but when point. it's something that's just like in my newsfeed and i just read shit in it yeah it's like i didn't ask to know that about you so now like i hear these people's names or i go to these shows and i'm like i know oh, way yeah. more about you yes very true. than i want to know and like i i'd rather save that for when i become close to you or something yeah yeah or if like you said you did see a show that they yeah. like wrote that up into totally it. or it's like one of those things too where it's like um i, I like i don't like n knowing more about a person like i'd rather get to know that person first mm -hmm. and then get to know these sides of them because like kind of it's like when people put their problems on you yeah. And and then it's like, okay, that's too much for me to handle. So like you meet these people and I automatically am like, 
I feel sorry for you. Yeah. And like, I mean, we don't have the time to feel sorry for fucking 800 Everyone. people because yeah. they're all telling us their deepest, darkest secrets and problems. And it's like, I, I, I mean, I say that and I could be out of the group right now, but I'm in it. And I will say, <laughs> and I'll be honest that I'm in it because I think it's insane. And I, and I read it and I laugh about it with a lot of my friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't think you're the only one. Yeah. It's so I think it started in a good place and it was like a good concept and it just got it was just too much too fast and everyone feeling too comfortable and too much like they'd been holding something in and finally had a place to put it out and all this happened in like a week yeah and for me it's like i understand that a lot of people are like i'm doing sharing these things i mean i like that we're talking about a vague topic that we can't specifically talk to so maybe i'll stop after i say this okay no it's okay i mean as soon as you said it i was like oh yeah let's be honest about this yeah but i feel it but i feel bad at the same time, because I know there are people who listen to this who are in that group. Yeah. And I don't want anyone to feel alienated. But at the same time, I do think it's really important that people have a little more self-awareness where that's concerned. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like having that friend that, like, dumps all of her problems on you. And you're like, I'm sorry, you can't do this to me. You need to get a therapist. Yeah. Because, like, I, I mean, like, we've all got our own shit to worry about. And yes. I understand that if you're saying it because you're looking for support and someone to, like, relate on then it's like maybe just leave a vague note about that and say i'd like to start a a discussion with other people that have experienced this that's what i was about to say is that i think that it can be a place of support and it can be but it doesn't have to be something that a thousand people are privy to right and you don't have to give every detail yeah and and you could just say i experienced this and be vague and then take those people that want to talk about it more was i think there were people who handled it like that good and i respect i think like at some point maybe since you've been so back and forth i think there were a few things especially early on that were like hey ladies um this is something that i've uh, uh dealt with a lot or maybe someone like posted something that was too explicit and too much information and someone would comment on it and say like hey i've gone through this too if you want to like take this offline or personal yeah. message me that's what it should be uh I agree. And so if it is a place where people feel comfortable to like look for something like that, that's great. But at the same time, like you can't you can't go into that group and start bitching about how someone like word got back to someone else that you were talking about this. Yeah, because this group is essentially public. Right. It is. There are a thousand people in and it. people posting things about their sex life with their boyfriend i'm like does your boyfriend know that you just told 1100 people that he comes on your tits (laughs) yeah right 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 there's definitely something that i heard through that group about someone that i had never met and then i met that person after that and and i i couldn't not think Think about about it. it yeah exactly that shit too that's nuts no one should have to i i shouldn't have to like saying people's names like guys names like Oh, that's just a little yeah. weird. Yeah. It is so weird. that's my honest opinion on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we talked about that. Yeah. Genuinely. Cause man, I, I, I had, and I had so many conversations with people where they were like, Oh, thank God Blair said something because it was getting really out of hand. I, I'm just watching this happen. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that's and what you said was so right. And so like, it wasn't like you're trying to shit on anybody. You're just like, Hey ladies, maybe think about this. Like uh, I'm going to leave this group 
and this is alarming stuff and like i understand where you're coming from but this isn't the right that you're not doing the right thing yeah and i mean i i know some people hated me for it but whatever man i don't care (laughs) 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 i don't know most of you so yeah that's fine yeah (laughs) of of those thousand people how many of them actually do you know i'm gonna share this in the group when it's out (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) uh i mean do it i don't care yeah i don't either (laughs) <laughs> i'm not like i don't i'm a, that's how i honestly feel about this group yeah about that group. i don't know who any of those people are to no which is also just makes me feel like i'm talking to internet trolls yeah <laughs> which i'm not saying this these are but like that's essentially what it is you're not wrong it's just like these faces and names talking to each other that, that i don't know who knows each yeah, other yeah it's like creepy kind of to me yeah that's fair yeah I yeah. Every once in a while, I'll be like, "Oh, I did love that show." If you like this, you also like that. Like, yeah, I'll I'm chime in for like TV shows, totally book recs, yeah, <laughs> or like any way to self promote. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I will. I'll share my videos. Uh, I put my podcast and my Twitter in there before. Yeah, I put like, my Twitter in because um, there is shit that is good that like right. like we could support each other like as we go through this community together because that's ultimately and like what we why have in wouldn't common. people like want to see that why wouldn't you want to promote that like solitaire show yeah all those strong fucking ass females yeah. doing great comedy and probably doing some things that are personal yeah and, like, close to them totally. which is obviously something that that group would gravitate towards right exactly and they <laughs> could there could have used a lot more people in the audience like yeah last night was up i was gonna say last night was tough it was really tough and there was a great audience but i mean like that could have been it should have been completely sold out because it was a a great show probably yeah it was just like women doing great stuff and i i I thought it was a really cool show yeah that's great i'm glad we talked yeah (laughs) uh we we, i feel like it's been touched on in a couple other episodes but usually it's like oh you know that group yeah i'll talk about anything i don't care well for a while i was always like i don't like doing podcasts because like i say too much sometimes oh. and like and i think that people like i i am a nice person and i and i and i think i am a good person but i'm i am uh, honest and i don't not shy about my opinions yeah so i've always been scared that like i'm gonna say something and that then this turns and totally. then it's gonna be put on the internet and everyone's gonna be like oh wait She's a cunt. <laughs> like, <laughs> I personally don't think there's been anything said that would, yeah, um, uh, that would deem merit that. that. Yeah, yeah. Deem okay. that. That's what it yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it wouldn't. Yeah. Okay, good. Um. Okay. So I should. Ra- we should wrap up soon. Yeah. Um. Do you think there's anything else that we haven't talked about where honesty is concerned or being honest is concerned that you'd love to like tack on here? Um, uh, oh my God. I mean, I could talk about circumstances that people are in all of the time where they're not honest, like improv boys <laughs> are boys. They're not men and they all think they're really nice guys. So they are never honest with women and they don't break up with them appropriately. Instead, they just fucking sit around and let the relationship just get ruined and let the girl go through yes. a million stages but of like. I can't do anything but nod and smile because this is horribly, horribly true. And it's just like, I just have like that type, that breed of men, like they're good guys, Mm -hmm. but they're, I'd never had really been around guys like that until I met, uh, until improv. And, and they just like, I mean, I I think everyone is guilty of that, but like, I just notice it so much more in these like improv guys that think they're like really good guys. And I'm like. And they're too nice. They feel too bad telling the girl. And I'm like, well, what you're doing now is is way, way worse. And that makes me mad. I'm like, fucking grow up and be honest. Yeah. 
and just I don't know when I watch people in relationships and they aren't being honest I'm like just be honest what are you doing why are you doing that I totally agree with you I've been trying to crusade that for a while now even in casual dating yeah I think if people in dating either casually or in serious relationships were all just broadly more honest with one another I don't get I, I I think it's maybe a mat- I think it's a maturity thing obviously and yeah. I, and I'll, like I, and either you have that in you or you don't like but it's like yeah when I just see people that are like I just don't feel like saying it. it's like just fucking say it say what you feel or like get it over with if you need to if, or if you belaboring it is so much worse you're de- like you're in delaying the inevitable and, and you're like just making it worse and and I I think that uh that a lot of women that I know are guilty of like continuing and and there are guys who are guilty of this too but I think more women don't know well how to like turn people down mm-hmm. um and so they'll like continue to go on dates with a guy or or alternatively like um when the guy is trying to set up dates they're like oh i'm really busy like i can't that and and like and like that may be true but if you're not interested in going out with that person again right just say it just say it yeah just tell them it's so much easier than every time they get in touch with you having to be like "Mm, no yeah i agree i mean and maybe it's a thing sometimes where you're not sure if you want to go out with the person sure you like make plans and then you're like what am I doing? I can't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that happens. Sure. And everyone is guilty of, of doing either of those things in either direction. But I just find it's like, yeah, very consistent that people, uh, the improv guys. I totally agree with you. Improv no guys. arguments here. Improv guys. It's, I feel like I'm talking about like high school. Like it feels like high school. It does feel like high school. There are some, I mean, that, like, everything about what we were just talking about where this, like, community is concerned feels like high school. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to walk away from here and be like, what the fuck world have I been living in? (laughs) Because, like, this is, like, I feel like a child right now. All of this is interesting. It is really interesting, and compounding it all like this is really kind of frightening. Yeah. Especially when you talk about the fact that, like, no one's being honest after shows. No one's <laughs> yeah. being honest in relationships. No one's being, well, I don't think it's true. I don't think no one is true right. across the board. Right. But a lot of people aren't being honest after shows. A lot of people aren't honest after relationships. A lot of people aren't honest with their teammates. Like, yeah. When you're, but, like, I feel like I'm in a place where I try to achieve honesty and all those yeah. things. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm better than um, anyone because I'm uh, honest. Like, yes. I'm definitely not like that. A very I mean, important qualifier. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean. I don't think I'm a perfect person. No. And I'm sure I am off-putting to some. I'm sure it <laughs> scares some people, too. But I, that's just, like, how I was made. And it's like, if you don't like it, I'm sorry. I love it. Like, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I've always... Uh, I've always thought you're so funny. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're I funny just think too. everything you do is so funny. Oh, thank you. Um, anywho, how do you? Okay, is that kind of relationship stuff? Is that the only thing you feel like you'd kind of want to make sure got pointed out or said? I or mean, you feel like there's a lot of things you could probably cover. I mean, I feel like I could talk about anything all day long and give my opinion on things, <laughs> but that's just something that pops in my head. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so how do you feel, uh, same question that I asked about pizza. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like honesty and being honest has influenced you both creatively and then your life in general? Sure. Uh, well, creatively, I think it has because, like I was saying, like I like comedy where it's like real people. So yeah. like I... Like, I feel like if I'm doing a scene, like, improv, or, like, if, or if I'm just watching anything where I just feel like that is, like, not a genuine thing, mm-hmm. or I see people 
talking about something that I don't think they know anything about. I'm yes. like, you're not being honest with yourself. And I yes. feel like I everything I do, I think I'm completely on it. Like I got uh, sorry to interrupt. No, you're fine. I got a note at some point in my improv career to like try to avoid br- like bringing up jail and like thing and like putting characters in jail and things like that mm-hmm. because you don't know what being in jail is like. Hmm. So like you'll never really be able to like is or i guess the idea is do you agree with this note or not i do sure um but only because well well here's what my thought yeah. is yeah because like i mean i mean i always play people that have like been divorced mm. or have kids and i don't have any of that so like but i think i always play like a like my goal is to always play like a believable person that like those are the details that like made them who they are and then mm-hmm. who they are is maybe like a depressed person or someone that oh, has all this sh- anger. Sure. Right. And I, I mean, I don't think you should, you don't necessarily have to always uh, like, Im- like actually embody those, but like when you're performing, like play that honestly versus like someone who's like, like not, that's almost like, I don't know, being a caricature of that. Maybe that's a better, better way to say this note. I only brought it up is because, uh, I, I remember the note and being like, well, that's a weird thing to, like, avoid. But I think that what you're saying is a more accurate way to approach that and anything that you've never experienced before. Yeah. Because I recently saw some people doing a scene talking about having to go to jail, and it was very absurd. Oh, Because yeah. it was like, oh, yeah, like, this is going to happen, and this is going to happen. And it's like, no, no. you don't, that's not what that is like. Right, and I think that's, like, something I probably wouldn't do is, like, talk about what's going to happen in jail. But, like, I would maybe talk about, like, how that experience defined S- me as a person. Scary and, um, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. That makes that's, sense. that's the only reason I brought it up is because, yeah. like, I saw it, and I was like, oh, man, I don't think I thought that note was true, but now I'm looking at someone and seeing them struggle with this concept of something that they don't really know anything about. Right. So I think that's probably the better note is to just approach it from like an emotional place. Yeah. I think it's always just like, that's when you make the scene about the person versus what it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, which is also why when I like improv the best too, is when it's, Mm -hmm. you're just learning about these people, you know, versus like, um, what they're doing. Like, yeah, like they're silly hijinks. Yeah, like or it's like yeah, two guys in prison, but it's like I don't really care about like um what they're doing in their prison cell. Like I want to know more about them as people and their relationship and shit like that. Sure. Which I think is like yeah, like a basic improv thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Um so my honesty uh yeah, it affects me creatively because I like to play people that are real and could really exist. I think that those coincide. And then uh also creatively I think that when you work with me, I'll be really like, I love to work with, collaborate with people. Mm-hmm. And I like when I'm working with someone who is also honest and mm-hmm. we could be like, I like that or I don't like that. Um, and not take it personally. Like if someone, I love you know what I mean? And so that it affects me there. And then in life, <laughs> it affects me. I think sometimes it might like rub people the wrong way. Um, like, like maybe like at second city, like when I, would go there and I'd be like, this is what I want and this is what I like and this is what I don't like. This is what I'm going to do. Like I've like, um, I'll always be honest about that kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. what I, what I'm trying to get and what I think is funny and what I will do. Sure. Um, and I think that can either be off putting or it can be refreshing. Yeah. Um, I, 
Yeah, I think it's refreshing, especially going back to the idea that there's so many people who just aren't even willing to admit that to themselves. Or yeah, else. for sure. And then like touring and stuff like um, I, I mean, I'm I, people would always be like, well, you're being really honest. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, if someone's doing something that's like like rude or or something like I'll I will be like, don't do that. Why I are you just doing feel that? like I would appreciate that. Yeah, I just feel like I would be like, thank goodness someone told me. Yeah, I mean, I also like razz people because, like, I can't when I, you know, like when I see someone getting away with shit, and I, I like, I remember one time someone, someone was like, "God, you're being so mean." I'm like, "I'm sorry. I'm just, I, I, you knew I razzed people when I, when yeah. you became my friend." Yeah. Just like if someone's doing something, like I'll kind of like. That doesn't mean you're them. off off the hook. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Um, and I think that, from my perspective, um, a lot of what we've talked about is self awareness. Yeah. And being honest with yourself. Yeah, as as well as being honest with other people. And I legitimately think that a lack of self-awareness is one of the m- worst qualities that someone can have. I agree, actually. Um, because it just it just makes him an infuriated person. To yeah. Deal with. How do you not know? God. How do you not know? But I look at so many people and I'm like, they can't know. No. Yeah. And if they do, they're a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> those are thoughts I have. Like, those are the people that. Yeah, I, there's so few people that I just blatantly don't like. Right. And the ones that fit under that category, I feel like it's because they lack self-awareness. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some people I don't like. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm thinking of one in particular that I'm like, no clue. <laughs> <laughs> or even when someone's just pissing you off that you kind of do like. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, that That is something where I'll go like, man... I have a lot of respect for this person. I wish that they could have a little bit more self-awareness where this is concerned. Totally. they're going to, like, uh, you know, alienate some people. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I'm always honest. Like, I can think of times where, like, maybe someone's been driving me crazy. And it's like, that person knows they're driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. But maybe I don't have it in me to be like, stop doing that. You're driving me crazy. Right. So it just comes out in another way. Sure. But I think, like, yeah, for the most part. I think it's hard to be just universally honest. Yeah. Or, yeah, you can't always. You have to have some sort of filter. <laughs> yeah. Or else I would have no friends. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, you got a friend of me. Thank you. Uh, and this was such this a was joy. so fun. I'm so glad we, <laughs> we shifted gears. <laughs> me too. It was Thanks a for lot having of me. Fun. Thank you so much. Of uh, course, Blair. I love you, and I mean that. Thank you so much. Yeah. I love you. Thanks for having me. This oh, is great. This has been a Nerdalogs production. For more on the Nerdalogs and our shows, please go to www.nerdalogs.com. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.